When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family, to the Baseball Together podcast, where this week we have one of my favorite segments. This is one of my favorite things that we do all year, Jewel. I love Baseball Santa. It's I look forward to it all year long. Although, I will say this. I'm doing it with you. I don't prepare all year long. I just look forward to okay. doing it. I don't prepare. I did not. I prepared this last night at about 1 in the morning. Very good. I, I look After forward to I it because I know that other content. <laughs> I look forward to it because I know that a lot of things I do at one of the morning. Uh, not good. Not good content, but I'm sure it'll be great content, Jewel. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> wow. You don't want to know how many of my blog pieces have been written at 1 a.m. <laughs> That's awesome. I, that there's a certain point. Great. So like real quick. So I, I worked overnight uh, throwing freight for a grocery store when I was an intern for the Orem Owls, the, uh, the Angels Rookie League team. Oh, no way. When I first started the blog, I worked at Walmart as an overnight assistant manager. There you go. So, yeah, you know how it works. Um, yeah. So I'm sure this story is going to be relatable. So I, I was getting ready to start a podcast because I was in college, and I was doing um, – I was getting ready to start a podcast for the sports section for the news for the student newspaper. And so I spent a lot of nights thinking about what I wanted to do. I basically storyboarded the entire season, how I wanted to do it all. And I would come up with ideas and it was usually about two o'clock in the morning when I was starting to get tired. Uh, and I would, I would come up with ideas. And then the next morning on my way home to kind of keep myself awake, I'd hash, hash out those ideas that I came up with the night before. And I could always tell when I came up with an idea at two o'clock in the morning, cause it was terrible. Just a horrible idea. And so I'd start calling those 2 a.m. ideas. And then I recently changed those to Costanza's just because George Costanza never has a good idea. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway. So it's like the famous saying saying from How I Met Your Mother, nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's right. So 2 a.m. ideas. And that's why I say that is that as I've gotten older, it's gotten to be closer to 1 and midnight. But anyway. All right. So, Jewel, do you want to lead us off with your first Wish list, wish list item for Baseball Santa. Okay, these are in no particular order for mine. They're just the okay. order that they came to me in. Um, my okay. f- first wish list item for Baseball Santa is the Seattle Mariners land either <laughs> land either Chris Bryant or Seiya Suzuki. Preferably Ooh. Seiya Suzuki so that we can keep the legacy of Suzuki's in Seattle strong. Very good. I like that. And I would actually like to see either one of those guys, if not both of them, come to Seattle. Seiya Suzuki, I am like pumped for that guy. And I saw something yesterday that said that the Mariners have entered the sweepstakes for Seiya Suzuki. I'm like, dude, where have you been? Right. Like, been in this thing the entire time. For anybody to I... say that they're just now showing interest in him no, has not been, been paying attention. No. And yeah. obviously, you know... We talked about this last week, just how much 
Japanese players have a connection with Seattle and how much like mm-hmm. I mean because there's an ownership stake in Nintendo there's you know just the culture the West Coast geographically like, geographically it all makes sense like mm-hmm. it all just makes yeah. sense yeah, no, I think it's a great I think it would be a great situation for him. And I think that's part of the reason Otani was was looking at Seattle too and why Kikuchi came. Yeah, it was you know, it was Otani's second choice. I'm pretty sure Tanaka it was a top three. I'm pretty sure that, you know, obviously Kikuchi, Iwakuma, um Iwakuma, yeah. Had Hasa, Kenji Jojima as well. Kenji Jojima, um Kazuhiro Sasaki. Yes. Um, Kaz, oh my gosh, I forget about him somehow. Like, how there's just been so many great players come to Seattle from Japan. Like, it's been a place where so many of them have thrived and had great careers. Mm-hmm. Iwakuma was a top three in the Cy Young. Kikuchi, it never, it clicked at moments. I just think that... We saw flashes. We saw the first half of the 2021 season. We were like, yes, he's here. And then he went back to five-man rotation, and it was just too much for him. Yeah, I just think but, the talent, the talent's there. It just hasn't been able to been put together. Um, yeah, and maybe the fit yeah I would like to there. see him do well somewhere else. But yeah, but yeah no, it, it's a perfect fit for him. I'd love to see him yeah. come to Seattle. It'd be awesome. All right. What, Brad, okay. what are you asking Baseball Santa for first and for, first? Okay. Uh, as you said, in no particular order, the first thing that I'm going to put on my list for Baseball Santa is I want, I just want a new CBA jewel. I just want a new CBA. I don't care what's in it. I don't care what isn't in it. I just want it to get done. Just get it done so there can be baseball. Because, like I said, like I said earlier, I'm a little more optimistic now than what I was even a week ago. Right? And so I feel like there's going to be a deal done. But that's, that's just top of my list. Baseball Santa, please bring a new CBA. That's all I ask for. All right, after that, what are you asking for? Um, the next thing on my list um, from Baseball Santa, I, I want <laughs> – that's one of the most proud things I, that I've ever made. That, that like Of all my projects I've ever done in my life, I'm most proud of Baseball Santa graphic. That's for those dope. of you not watching on YouTube, uh, there is a, a fun graphic. Anyway, I want a healthy meniscus for Kyle Lewis. Ooh, yeah. Because that knee injury has been – Ugly and lingering since. How about just two healthy knees for Kyle Lewis? Oh man, I just I don't even like. I just want the meniscus because we saw what a bad meniscus can do to a guy with Brandon Roy with the Blazers, right? And I worry about that with Kyle Lewis. I know that it's not the same amount of punishment uh, for a a baseball player, especially for a guy who the DH is an option for, because he'd be a great DH. He would he be would an be absolute amazing DH. Player. He would be fantastic. But I also want him in the outfield because he's a really good center fielder. Yeah, like, no, he's a great center fielder. A really good center fielder. So and if he's got a healthy Suzuki. meniscus, if he's got a healthy meniscus, um, we've got 10 more years of an outstanding center fielder who can field and hit. And you know who else is a really good center fielder? Jared Kalanick. He's not as good, mean, though. I don't feel like he's as good, though. He can play a mean center field, though. He's got, I, I would he's rather got, have him. I'd rather have him range. in a corner out. In a corner, though. No, I, but, you know, I think you're right. I think you're right. Give him an entire offseason of getting used to center field, an entire spring training getting used to center field. I think he could be better than what he was last year. I, I think, think he would be better at center than, than he does in 
left. You think, I think so? He's out of position on left. He's out of position. His natural position is center. Is College, that? he was a center fielder. In Mets, he was with the Mets. He was a center fielder. Yeah. He's always been a center fielder, and then we moved him. Well, to it's left. funny because that's been part of it. I always thought he was so short. That's why I saw him as a left fielder. Like the dude's six three. Dude's huge. <laughs> he's enormous. <laughs> He's like a big guy. Really I think it's because he's so stocky. <laughs> but he's so yeah, stocky. no, he can fly. He's got the range. I was just always worried about him, like seeing the ball off the bat at the big league level, and that was the issue that I had with him last year. But and Kyle Lewis is six four. Yes, and he chokes up on his bat. I don't understand that. Because <laughs> he's long arms. Gotta shorten it up a little bit. I don't know why that dude chokes up on his bat because he's losing leverage on it. But yeah. Anyway, and Kyle Lewis Oh, is he six one? Either way, he's six he's a, one. he's decently big. He's really stocky, and that's why I always felt like he was like five ten. I always felt like he Makes was my sense. height until I looked it up. But anyway, all right, Jewel, what do you have next all for baseball? Right, my Santa? next wish for baseball Santa is do 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 that baseball Santa brings the Seattle Mariners a twenty twenty two playoff spot. Follow going into their All Star hosting twenty twenty three season which then leads into the 2023 World Series. Boom. And a title. And a title. I've been saying it, Jewel. I've been saying it. The Mariners in 2023, they're going to win it all. I don't even think it's going to take Baseball Santa for them to win it. But I think it helps. It certainly helps. Baseball Santa might need to help them in 2022 make the playoffs so that they can get there at least. Maybe, yeah. Just get in the door. Just get your foot in the door. I'm a firm believer in getting your foot in the door in the playoffs, especially with the wild card. Like, oh, just got to get there and make the appearance. And got to get that monkey off their back, too. That's another thing. Is like, I understand it's not the player. Like, the current players, it's not their drought, right? Mitch Hanniger mm-hmm. talked about that. Like, it's not our drought. But we own the team, so we still own the drought. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think having a guy like Robbie Ray, if they get into that wild card spot, tight yeah. pants and all. <laughs> got his tight pants on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so my, my third Excellent. wish for baseball. Okay, go ahead. Let's now, do your third one, one, then we'll take a break. This one, you guys are going to be a little bit surprised. You might be surprised. I want baseball Santa, and this is kind of a another 2023 wish. I want okay. baseball Santa to have these three teams win their divisions. The Mariners, the Tigers, and the Orioles. <laughs> oh. in 2023 win at their respective divisions. They each have Buco's amounts of young talent, mixing with some veteran talent. Obviously, the Orioles are a little far far off, but we can, we've mm-hmm. seen how quick a couple guys, a couple calls, you know, guys yeah. like Cedric Mullins. The problem is, is that... I think I read a couple weeks ago that the Orioles were already shopping Cedric Mullins. Oh, yeah, they're shopping Cedric Mullins and John Meeks. Like, what are you doing? That's the, that's the only thing that I don't – that's, like, the only reason I don't see them winning their division ever is because they are they have these top-tier guys, and they're already like, yeah, let's get rid of them. Get yeah. more farmhands. Like, no, you don't need more guys. You don't need more prospects. You have your guys they to build around. They were teams in last, this last year in spring training. They had, like – one of the highest amount of players in camp. Them, the Royals, and I think the Tigers were like three of the teams that had like, no joke, like 60, 70 dudes in camp. Like it was insane how many guys they had. That's crazy. 
Yeah. That's nuts. All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we have a few more things for uh, Baseball Santa to put on our lists. Welcome back, baseball family. We are doing our wish list for Baseball Santa. Jewel has shared three items off of his list. I have shared two. I have three more items. Do you have two more, Jewel? I have two more. Two more. Okay. I, w- I don't, wasn't sure if we really talked about how many we had. So I think we had mentioned five, but I don't think we set hard on five. So here we go. I don't think All we right. did. I have, I have something here for Baseball Santa. Um, this is a little bit... Um, Against the grain. I'm going to be honest with you, Jewel. I want the Yankees to sign Carlos Correa for 13 years, $425 million. So badly. This is the deal that I want for Carlos Correa. You know why, Jewel? I don't. Please. Because it handcuffs the Yankees to Carlos Correa for almost a decade and a half. It pays him a whole lot of money. So they are right at that that luxury threshold every single year. So So what's the deal again? You said 425. 425 over 13. 13. So give him almost the Mike Trout deal. 32 million. I mean, that's... Not. I think that's what he's looking for, to be honest with you. I think that's part of the reason he turned down that that Tigers deal. I mean, I think the A.J. Hinch thing makes sense, but I think he wants a whole boatload of money, and Scott Boris is going to try to get it for him. I mean, if any agent can get it from the Yankees, I mean. He can get it for a guy, for for a team that's he's, it's bidding against itself. I mean, <laughs> but no, I want him to get it. I want him to get it because it's going to handcuff the Yankees. They're going to oh, be yeah. locked down to Carlos Correa for almost a decade and a half. They're going to be paying him a whole never bunch of be money. Able to trade him. <laughs> Nobody's going to take that contract off their hands, and nope. they're just dumb enough to do it. They Honestly. are. Cashman is like, dumb enough. Like, I mean, he's I, I, Aaron the Boone. Mets, the Mets, maybe the Mets, maybe would do it, and you know, but I just they wouldn't have as much of an impact on baseball. That I could feel like I feel like the Yankees would be like, we need to make a splashy deal. This is the one we do. This is the one. And they get it done. And we're just like, that's fine. Like, you can have Correa wreak havoc on the AL East for the next 10 years. I'm fine. But But, good luck having him single-handedly wreak havoc on a team that has, on the Boston Red Sox, who have some high-quality talent at multiple positions. Or You've got the the Blue Jays, who who are outstanding. Immaculate talent all around. Yes, exactly. And... You know, you've got Aaron Judge, who we talked about. Like they, they're gonna pay him if, it, but the guy doesn't stay healthy. I like Aaron Judge a lot, but I just wish for his sake and for Briggs' sake that Aaron Judge would stay healthy. You got Stanton, who doesn't stay healthy, strikes out way too much. Um, you got a lot of question marks on that pitching staff, besides Garrett Cole, obviously. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that it would necessarily be a good thing for them, but. Good for the dude if he gets the bag. I mean, that would be just... I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would just blow my mind. It's something I would love to see. It would be fun. It'd be fun for baseball, that's for sure. It'd make good content. <laughs> I bet Briggs would love it. <laughs> I honestly, though, like as a Mariners fan, if he came to the Mariners for that, I'd be fine. Like, like we've got our shortstop or our third baseman, whoever, you know. But at the same time, like, the problem with the Yankees is they have enough money tied up in other guys that... It would be a it would be a problem for them. Is the thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
that's my <laughs> against the grain uh, baseball I like Santa it. wish. I like it. What are you going with number four? What's your fourth wish? You go ahead. Go ahead with your fourth. Go ahead. I'll with your go for it. Okay, so this one is just kind of a feel-good wish that I just kind of want to see happen because I think it makes sense for, like, the landing spot. I think it makes sense for the player. I think it makes sense for the organization. And I think it makes sense for the pieces they have there. I want the Cardinals to re-sign Albert Pujols to a one-year deal. Oh, I've been doing one together. Put the deal back. Put the band back together for one more season. Give them a run at the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is a two-part wish. He re-signed with the Cardinals and they make the playoffs. There you go. And they just—it's just a the feeliest feel-good story of all time between Molina, Yachty, and Wainwright getting a chance to all go out together. You know, and after the wild card round. Because there's, there's are not topping the Brewers with that pitching staff. No, no, no one's topping the Brewers with their pitching. It's it's impossible. Um, they'll win games with pitching alone. But once they make that wild card, I mean, they're there. It's going to be like the biggest game ever. It's going to be great. Like a movie. Basically, no. It's like going to be a movie. It's like oh, well, Pujols is back. They got Yachty, Wainwright. Yeah. You know, they fought with a new manager and made the playoffs. And I don't know. I think it would just, the landing spot makes sense and the feel good, the narrative. I think it all just is there for the Cardinals. You saw the ovation he got when he played for the yeah. Dodgers and he went mm-hmm. back there for the first time in forever. Yeah, you're right. He's loved. They love him. They love their. Yeah. 40. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were gonna say a one day contract so he could retire as a as a cardinal. I was like, yeah, there you go, that's the spirit. But no, I think a one year deal does make sense for him with the with the Cardinals. Go out, go out at home, because yeah, that's where his legacy is. He's gonna go into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. So I think it's yep. a great one. All right, go ahead with your your final one here, Jewel. You got one more? My final one. Well, do you have four? Or do you have five? I'll go ahead with four. I'll go ahead with my next one because I'm I'm honestly like a little bit anxious to do this one. So this is kind of a follow up to my third, right? Okay. So I talked about how I want Carlos Correa to go to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I want him to do as a Yankee is to speak with the media and spill the beans on the entire sign-stealing scandal, the whole thing. Every last gory detail and just burn it to the ground. I think That's what if I want anyone do. does it, if anyone does it, it's going to be Correa. Yep, because that dude loves to talk. He loves he the loves sound of his talk, own voice. He loves the attention. Mm-hmm. And he would, I think the Yankees would probably not be opposed to him doing it because it, Ex- it, it benefits them. them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, we got your guy and we exposed you. Exactly. And I feel like it would, I mean, he would have immediate cred in the clubhouse. They would, yeah. For him to be the guy to be like, look, this is what happened. This is how we did it. These are the guys who did it. Yes, there was a buzzer involved and these four guys wore them, whatever. You know, like, was I involved? Yes. Did I wear a buzzer? Yes. But 
so did all these other guys, right? Yeah. And all the Yankees would be like, thank you for finally being honest with us. Come yeah. play with us. Let's go lose in the I think, LDS. Yeah, and I think that's like the forgiveness and like the streak that he wants to take because he doesn't want to go play with the Tigers. He doesn't want to resign with Houston. He wants to be mm-hmm. far, far away. I mean, New York. No better way to get rid of that stink than to get rid of it yourself. Exactly. And no better way to like clear your name and look like the hero. Yeah, absolutely. That put that, put the true asterisk next to a world series ring that you have, that you have one of. Mm-hmm. And then he can go and he can try to win, win one valid, right? Win one. Claim. Yeah. And I think, I think with that roster, he can win one with that team. Yeah. Like, I think that Yankees team wins one with Correa if he signs that Albatross contract. Yeah, and I think it would probably have to be 2022 if they're going to do it. Yeah, um, they'd have to go all in. Yeah, but anyway, so that's that's my fourth. That's my fourth baseball Santa wish. What's your last baseball Santa wish? Or my I guess your wish baseball, for baseball Santa. My last wish for baseball Santa is for Bryce Harper and Christian Yelich to get some help. These are two top-level talents in the outfield. Like, these guys are up there with, they're not quite Mike Trout, but, you know, Bryce Harper, top five player, top five, six, seven player of the last decade. He's a top top three or four player in the NL every year. Yeah, he's a top player in the NL, you know, two-time MVP, several seasons between his two MVPs. You know, Christian Yelich, also an MVP, you know, also got a big, huge money deal. Um, Uber talented. Both these guys are just, you know, honestly, you take all Christian Yelich can... doesn't need to get back to helping himself, though. I'll be honest with you. He does. I've I been, agree. I've been a little disappointed with his play because he has not been the guy we all saw and we all wanted him to be because I really like Christian Yelich. I want him to do well. I want him to be successful. But he's got to be – he's got to get back to himself before he can even ask for anybody to get any help yeah. from him, though. And he just needs to stay healthy, honestly. His thing is health. Yeah. That's he true, just, and that's he, probably a big part of it. He can't stay healthy. I mean, he's played – he played 117 games in 2021. Well, he played almost all of 2020, but 130, 147. Like, he's not playing full seasons because he's hurt. Yeah. So. But, no, that's my last wish is for – to get Christian Yelich and uh, Bryce Harper some help. Get these guys a legit number two. You know, Mike Trout probably going to come back and have a great season with Otani. I'm sure he will. Two. Yeah. You yeah. know. That's actually – do you mind if I transition? Because that's a perfect transition. Yeah. For my fifth one. Okay. So my fifth one, uh, like I said, has to do with the Angels. And something that I want to happen with the Angels this year is I want the Angels to stink, just be so bad like they have been, right? Because pitching is, mm-hmm. is an issue. But anyway, I want them to have a fire sale at the trade deadline because those guys on that team are so good. Trout, Otani, Rendon. Uh, now you've got Noah Syndergaard, like we've talked about. Who, what's that? Walsh. Walsh. Walsh, yes. Walsh is a stud. Yeah. And granted, like Noah Syndergaard has only pitched two innings in the last two years, right? I st- I'm still a big fan of Noah Syndergaard. Oh, I yeah. would love I think the to have him both the... in Seattle. Yeah, no, he would be great. And, you know, one-year deals kind of suggest that 
A, we're not, not sure about you. And B, if you prove it enough and we're not in it, then we can trade you, trade you, cut our losses. Easily, yeah. He is an easy piece to trade. And honestly, if the Angels came out and they said, Mike Trout is available, you've got 29 teams lining up to give three of their best players for him. Because what he does, what his output is much higher than 99% of the league. So I'd be willing to trade anybody the Angels want for Mike Trout, to be honest with you. Same thing just about with Otani. Trout has nine years left on his deal. He's only 30. Dude is only 30. And to put this in context, at 30 years old, he has 10 years of MLB service. He's a nine-times All-Star and an eight-times Silver Slugger. And how many MVPs does he have? Um, three. Like, MVPs. He's been a he's been top five. He's been top five every year, hasn't he? Uh, I mean, I'm he sure he would have gotten MVP votes last year, even without playing. His rookie year, he was second. His second year, he was second. He was. These are his finishes over his career: two, two, one, two, one, four, two, one, five. In the injury yeah. riddle twenty twenty one. Yeah. Like he's the he's the type of guy who if he's not winning it, he's close to winning it. You know, and I, I would somehow love to have a guy he didn't like that on my win team. it in twenty seven somehow he didn't win a silver slugger in twenty seventeen. Uh probably because he only hit seventy had seventy two RBIs. But Oh. Uh, he probably he, I think he missed some time that year, didn't he? He played in hundred and fourteen games, so Yeah, I missed he missed Yeah, I feel like missing 30 games or whatever like that's going to be enough, especially in the outfield right now. Because yeah. Mookie Betts was still in the AL at that point. And so you've that's got true. him and, and yeah. But anyway, no, I if the Angels have a fire sale, man, the Mariners need to line up. Who you got? Who do you want? Right? From the Angels? Yeah. I want Otani. Like, I, well, obviously, and I'm telling you, man, if they're willing, if they're like to the point where like, Sorry, Mike Trout, it's not working out because we just can't figure out how to put together a winning team. Let's uh, go ahead and let you go to somewhere that's, that's going to win. They, and that's what they need to do. Um, honestly, like that's like the right thing to do. It for is. A guy like Mike Even though, Trout. I mean, this is the thing, though, is they brought, in Joe, they brought in Joe Madden because they're like, we want to win, right? Like the Angels have had a taste of that World Series. They won it in, what was it, 02? They won it. So it's it's still pretty fresh. I mean, I get you know it's getting to be twenty years, but twenty years here in Phoenix still felt pretty recent based on everything I saw. I mean, when I went to the stadium, they had exhibits and stuff like that from that season. It's like that mm-hmm. stuff that still felt pretty fresh as far as baseball goes. Twenty years is not that big of a deal. So in Anaheim, that's still fresh. Like they still want to win, and they still want to restore yeah. that that spirit to the Angels. And so they brought in Joe Madden to help with it. The problem is, is that I don't. It feels like they just don't know how to put together a winning pitching staff because that's the problem they've had for so many years. Those guys come up to Seattle and they just rake, but then they lose games because their pitching staff and their 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 bullpen just gives up runs late in the game. And they just paid a bunch of money to um, Rysel Iglesias. Yes, they did. A ton of money, which I mean. It's well justified. He's really, really, really good. Yeah, but one guy does not a pitching staff make. No, and he only pitches in the ninth inning when you have a lead. Yeah. 
Exactly. And if you have a bullpen that can't hold your lead, he's never going to get out there. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would like to see the Angels have a, a, a fire sale at the trade deadlines just so that some of those guys can get out there and have a chance to win and probably come to Seattle and win because it feels weird to say that, but all of a sudden yeah, I'm like no. really confident I mean, in this team this year. Their, their team ERA, the Angels, was 4.69 with a 4.25 FIP. Like, you don't win a lot of games when you're averaging four runs a game. Yeah. You just you can't win. You can't. Even with that offense, like they have they have a pretty good offense. Even with that offense, they're not going to win a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, even without Trout, you still have Otani. You know, winning an MVP. Mm-hmm. Rendon was hurt last year, but then you got Walsh, who stepped up and had a great year. Jared Walsh yeah. had an outstanding year last year. And now you put so. Otani, Trout, Walsh, and Rendon healthy on the field together. Get that team pitching staff, and they could win the AL West. Yeah, and honestly, I think it might be smart for the Angels. I'm pretty sure I talked about this last year, too, on my blog. It's just like, I think it's time to move Trout to the corner. You think so? I think it's time to move Trout to a corner just to help him stay healthy, give him less ground to cover, save his legs, put Joe Adele in center field. You have Joe Adele. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and he's proven to be... He's proven to be more of the player they thought he was going to be because he had a terrible debut. Like He was yeah, terrible oh, in 2020, was... but he was good in 2021. So, yeah, I, I could see him in center field. That's the thing that's funny, though, is like being down in the minor leagues, like the low minor leagues with the Angels, Like we'd see these guys come up, and like some of them were really good, some of the outfielders. It's like I would hate to be an outfielder or at least a center fielder with the, in the Angels farm system right now because you're just trade bait. But at the same time, that's a great point with, with Trout. If you move him to right field, you save those legs and take advantage of the arm, and then you have a younger guy out there playing center field. It could work. It could work out. It could yeah, be, work out really well for him. I think him. it's smart. And even with Trout being hurt last year, this is how bad the Angels were. Trout was hurt last year for majority of the year. He still was the Angels' seventh best player in terms of war. <laughs> he only played like like 30-something games, right? Yep, a 1.8 war, and that, that's how big of an impact Mike Trout has on this team. Uh, I'm telling you, man. It's insane. Yeah, it is insane. But anyway, baseball family, if you want to share with us your baseball Santa wishes, uh, drop in the mailbag. Uh, there's a link down in the description, or there's also a link on baseballtaylor.com up in the navigation. Just click the link and then fill out the form. It'll send us an email, and uh, we'll share some of your baseball Santa wishes on the podcast as well if you would like. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.